edition of the Albany Law School podcast. I'm Ben Myers, Associate Director of Communications and Marketing here at Albany Law School. On this edition of the podcast, we're speaking with Robbie Hojakney, class of 23, but he's also the president of the Men's Rugby Club here. And he's going to be talking with us a little bit about the 2023 William Watkins weekend and golf outing. So some cool stuff happening here in the spring at Albany Law School. Talk to Robbie in just a second, though. Reminders, we always do them at the top of the show. If you like what you hear on this episode, then consider subscribing or checking out our SoundCloud account. We have tons of episodes with students here at Albany Law School to give you some insight on what it's like to be a student here on campus. Also, if you want to keep up to date on the day-to-day of everything happening here at Albany Law, social media is the best way to do that. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Just search for Albany Law School and you will find us right away. All right, let's talk to Robbie. Here on the Albany Law School podcast with Robbie Hojackney, one of our students here and president of the men's rugby team and club here at Albany Law School. Robbie, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Ben. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you because I don't know if we've had, I, I know we've had rugby players on the show, but I don't think we've had the big cheese on the show before. <laughs> <laughs> So, so welcome in. It's uh, it's a middle, well, I guess a little bit past the middle of our second semester here for this academic year. How's it been going so far? It's been pretty good. Uh, I'm in my last semester of my 3L year. So, you know, the biggest thing is kind of after 1L, the nerves are gone. You know, you're nervous being in law school and the intimidation factor, but that's kind of gone at this point. So I'm not taking any like super intense classes right now or anything like that besides ALA, which is our bar prep course. Kind of cruising through. Looking forward to graduation. We're almost done here, so excited about that. Yeah, we're recording here on April 11. So if you're hearing this in the future, a couple more weeks till commencement at SPAC, mm-hmm. of course. Now, now, going in the Wayback Machine, though, Robbie, you went to U Albany, right? Yeah, yep. I, uh, I attended U Albany for three years, and then I came directly to law school. Oh, well, we love our friends over at U Albany, the Great Danes, but why did you go from U Albany to Albany Law? We're, we're, we're friends, of course, but I'm always interested to hear what that, why that trans- transition happens and when it happens, why did it work best for you? Sure. I absolutely loved my time at the University of Albany. I love the capital region. There's just so many opportunities here. When I first went to undergrad, I, I had an idea that I wanted to go to law school. I was in the three plus three program at uh, University of Albany, but I was really focused on the governmental work. I did an internship in the, the New York Senate with Senator Griffo, which I absolutely loved. So being in the capital region, being in the capital, going into session every day was it was an incredible experience, and I knew I wanted to stay kind of in this this realm of opportunity here that is the capital region. I I loved my time, like I said before, so I was uh, I was excited to, to continue my education here. And those of you who are listening out there in podcast land who are interested in that 3 plus 3 program or more about that partnership between University at Albany and us here at Albany Law School, check the show notes for this episode. We'll have some links to the variety of programs that cross over between the two institutions. But for you, Robbie, it's it, you mentioned it right at the top, 3L year, 
getting toward the end of the rainbow here with us here at Albany Law. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned a couple of courses. What are you working on though? And can you can you get into what that bar prep course is a little bit more? We hear so much on the show from one L's and two L's about like torts or contracts, but you know, the bar prep is really a kind of a cornerstone feature of the education here at Albany Law School. Could you just share a little bit more about that too? Yeah, absolutely. So the bar prep course is called ALA or advanced legal analysis. Uh, there's, there's ALA one and ALA two. I'm currently in ALA two. And it's basically just kind of like a, a quick summation of 1L because your 1L year, those are all of your bar prep classes. So that's what's going to be tested on the bar. So it's kind of just a good way to look back and review all of the material, make sure you have a solid foundation before you start bar prep, which, which I'm going to be starting right after graduation. <laughs> Usually that's the trajectory. Once somebody <laughs> gets across the stage in spec, they almost go into a hermit-like existence for a couple of weeks getting ready for the bar. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that, but it's also a little bit a uh, little bit daunting. But you know, it's just it's just an investment in your future. You know, you got to buckle down for a couple months, and then and then you're done. So we've been describing the courses themselves a little bit, but take me inside the classroom. What is it like to sit in a classroom as a student here at Albany Law School? Sure. So uh, obviously, like I said, I, I attended the University of Albany, where we have twenty three thousand students. So. I was used to huge lecture halls, over 200 student classes and everything like that. So coming to Albany Law was a much, much different experience. The classes are much more intimate. Uh, your 1L year, your classes are about 60 students per class, uh, besides your lawyering class, which is going to be about 50 to 20. But, you know, there's much more opportunity to get involved in the conversation that is the class. It's, it's a much more collaborative uh, session, you know. It's a question and answer almost session every class. You know, the, the professor proposes a question and they want to hear the, an- the answer from the students or like an opinion or just trying to, we learn through the conversation of breaking down the material rather than just straight lecturing. So it's a very, very collaborative, very back and forth conversation that it is all the classes, much smaller class size. You know, after, after your one year, your classes are anywhere from 30 to down to 15. So. You know, everyone gets to know each other really well in the classes. You're, you're much more comfortable because you know everyone. The, the community here is, is very small. So it's a, it definitely promotes a very strong learning environment, which, which I've absolutely loved. So that's the classroom. There's obviously a lot more to being a student <laughs> than just in the classroom. So beyond just those four walls what do you, what do you do are you are you buried in the library are you running events what do you do day to day beyond the classroom as a student sure so uh, the the advice i get to talk to a lot of prospective students being a student ambassador and, and this is kind of the the, the go to spiel that i give everyone but it it is what you make of it so if you want to be you know dedicated to your coursework you know perform at the highest level you can absolutely be, you know, buried in the library, being prepared for class and everything like that. Not to say that I wasn't prepared for class, but, you know, I wasn't a student that had to be in the library in order to prepare for class. So during the nice days, I would usually go outside and read my material and prep for class, uh, just kind of enjoying the sunshine while I could have it. Um, But there's definitely times where I would be buried in the library, like my colleagues, especially during finals week. I mean, those two weeks, you're basically in the, the library for eight hours a day, just studying. Yeah, getting getting prepared for for what is expected of you in either of class or to perform on the finals exam. So in one L, you're gonna be much more like 
dedicated to the schoolwork, you're gonna you're gonna have the one L nerves, kind of one L is more about learning how to learn rather than actually performing. Law school is a much different way uh, type of learning in much different environment than college or any any other atmosphere that you've been in prior. It's much more it's a legal analysis which takes much more you know, breaking down the material and applying it to a set of facts. You know, I always tell everyone when they ask, you know, like, what's your finals like or anything? It's not like, it's not like I'm, I'm studying the law to be able to repeat it on the exam. I'm, I'm learning how to apply the law to a set of facts. And that's, that's basically what the crux of law school is. So my two a year, I went with like a much more practical out view for my coursework. I did my field placement in the attorney general's office. So I was Three days a week, I was in the attorney general's office, you know, doing internship, uh, helping prep for grand jury trials and all that fun stuff. Uh, and then the other two days a week, I was taking some courses. So it was it was definitely a balancing act between um, school and work, but it was it was fun. I, I enjoyed my time a lot. And then 3L, you know, it hasn't been super intense. I got all of my required courses out of the way, so I've been able to kind of take a dive into the classes that I've wanted to, more business oriented classes more practical aspects like i took trial practice for example which was a great class you know it's all about the mock trial and preparing for trial and you know getting yourself comfortable in a courtroom aspect so you're ready to perform when you get out of law school so it's all been it's all been a lot of fun so let's go back to the library though because we get so many questions <laughs> about the library from from students let's go back to the library for just a second though is there a lot of homework? Like, what do you do when you say you're studying in the library? Like, what, are you just reading cases? Are you mm -hmm. going over outlines and class notes? Just, what are you doing in there? Sure. So kind of what I touched about earlier, you're, you're learning how to apply the law to a set of facts. So yes, you're reading cases where you see where a certain court took the law and applied it to a set of facts. And that's what you're you're preparing how to do um, for your final exam or for real world experience where, you know, the law is, is given to you, you know, you're not, it's not like you have to memorize all of the law in the real world aspect, but you have to know how to apply the law to a very uh, unique set of facts. So that's where you kind of look to past cases and the precedent and how they applied law to certain aspects. And that's what you're learning how to do. Uh, so in the library, most of your reading I wouldn't say you get assigned a ton of reading. I mean, it's nothing overwhelming. 1L, I would say you you would be expected to read anywhere from like 80 to 40 pages per day for the next class. But in the upper level courses, it, they, it definitely shrinks like that. So you're not, you're not super overwhelmed in any aspect. It's definitely doable, um, but you're just learning how to, like I've said a couple of times, apply the law to a certain set of facts. So the people assigning this reading, people assigning this homework, these studies, that's our professors, our faculty, of course. Mm -hmm. What's the relationship like between yourself as a student and the faculty members? Is it just you show up in class and they're there? Or is it more intimate? Or are you, you hanging out with them all the time? Just what's the relationship, relationship Excuse me, like between students and professors here at Albany Law? Sure. So I would definitely say it's Dependent on the professor, but it, I would say generally it's it's personal on a professional level. You know, they're there to see you succeed. The professors aren't trying to fail anyone. You know, they're here because they want to to prepare you for what it's like to be an attorney and make sure you have all the skills in your tool belt to kind of practice law. So 
office hours are a huge thing. You know, if you're confused about anything, if you just have a general question for your professor, most professors have open open door office hours, meaning, you know, they'll block off a certain amount of time in their schedule and you can just pop into their office at any time if you have any questions, which is which is really nice that, you know, you don't have to go through setting up like formal meeting with them or anything like that. If you just have a quick question after class, you can just go pop in. I do have a a, a great story about Dean Ouellette, though, that I want to I want to share with you. <laughs> go go for it. So, um, and Dean Willett is the president of the president and dean of the school. For those listening who aren't familiar with her, so oh, sorry. Uh, what, what's what's the story here? What's the what's the scoop? Yeah, so she she's absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm sad to see her go, but anyways, my two L year when I was when I got my internship in the attorney general's office, the stipulation with the attorney general's office is they don't allow unpaid interns. But this internship, they weren't allowed to pay me, so I had to go and find outsourced outside uh, source of funding and that would normally come from the school the school you know has opportunities where they'll provide summer funding or uh, you know stipends during the week so you can have enough money to survive while you're doing unpaid internship basically but anyways i missed the the funding deadline for my internship so i was going to have to turn down the attorney general internship because i had no way to get outside funding I never met Dina Lett before. I saw her walking in the hall one day. I just stopped, introduced myself. I kind of told her what was going on, that I was going to have to let go of this amazing opportunity just because I, I missed a deadline because I got the internship after the deadline had already passed. And by the end of the week, I had the funding I needed to to accept the internship. So uh, she worked really hard to make sure I didn't have to miss an opportunity. And she just kind of went above and beyond. And that's that's kind of how I would encompass all of the administrators and all of the professors at Albany Law. You know, they'll go above and beyond, bend over backwards to make sure their students can succeed. And that's just kind of a perfect example of it. Dean Willett's stepping down from her position as, as president and dean this summer, where we do have a new president and dean. Check out the show notes for a link to that, all that news. What's the relationship like student to student here at Albany Law School? It's uh, The student to student relationship is, uh, I would say, amazing. In law school, you you often hear that it's a very cutthroat environment. You know, everyone's competing against each other to try to be top of the class, but that's not that hasn't been my experience in the slightest at Albany Law School. You know, I have study groups where I study with finals with other people. If I have a question about something that's going on in class, I can ask one of my friends. You know, no one's no one's ever said no to explaining something to me because I didn't understand it because they're trying to compete against me. It's very big. We're all in the same boat mentality here, which has been uh, key to my success here. You know. Um, collaborative work is is kind of how the best way that I can learn. So, you know, talking through problems with my friends and my colleagues, that's exactly the type of environment we are here. You know, I, I have a couple other friends that go to New York law and they say, you know, sharing outlines is unheard of. You know, it's, it's hard to get your, your friends to or try to get other students to help you explain something that's going on in class because, you know, they're worried about competing against you in the final. But here, you know, I, we have, the rugby team has a huge outline bank that we share with all of our members. You know, anyone needs an extra outline to help them prepare for finals, or we have a ton of mentors on the rugby team. So three L's always are meeting with our one L's and two L's and trying to give them all the tools they need to succeed. It's just a huge collaborative environment and it's truly incredible. 
Well, you were talking about the rugby team there, and uh, one of our first guests on the podcast when it very first started was Nick Wall way back <laughs> in the day. He was one, I think he's in the first three or four episodes of the show. Fantastic guy. And I know he was a student ambassador when I talked to him, and you mentioned it a little bit before. You're also a student ambassador here at Albany Law. So what's that program? Why did you want to get involved in the student ambassador program? So yeah, I got to give a huge shout out to Nick Wall here. He was he was a 3L when I graduated. And as soon as I got here and, and joined the rugby club, he just took me under his wing. He helped me with everything I needed. He helped me schedule my classes. He told me what classes to take, what I should be doing. He helped me with all of my 1L classes if I was struggling. So that was kind of going back to what I was uh, talking about earlier in the collaborative uh, space. But uh, yeah, the, the student ambassador program is, is an incredible program. I've absolutely loved my time during it. I've been... I've been in the office uh, since I, in my first year. So the student ambassadors, we're just students who work in the admissions office. We give tours to prospective students. We work student events, um, you know, like you Albany have some panels and stuff that we attend and, you know, just kind of share our experience. I have students reach out to me, all of our, we have a student ambassador page on the Albany Law website where our emails are there. They kind of give us a little bio about who we are. And I have students from, you know, undergrad or non-traditional students reach out to me all the time asking, you know, pointed questions like, what's the atmosphere like? You know, is it really doable? Is it as scary as as you, as they say it is? And uh, that's just, a, it, it's been a wonderful experience being able to share my experience and get new get new students in, in excited about coming to law school and, and having them join the Albany Law community. And just like Robbie's saying, check out the show notes for this episode. We'll have a link to both his email and then also the student ambassador page. So if you want to hear from some of our students, you can feel free to reach out to them. We go straight to the source and see what it's really like to be a student here at Albany Law School. One thing that's remarkable about the month of April, though, as we talk to the students here and the semester's winding down, the weather does get nicer here in New York. <laughs> Spring is starting to spring here, and a lot of schools enjoy the spring, get outside. There's football, there's basketball, there's, of course, baseball in the spring. But right here at Albany Law, we have a rugby team. And, Robbie, you're just a big part of that rugby team. What is it? How do people get involved? And if if I want to be on the team, how do I get on the team? Yeah, so our rugby team is our largest club on campus. Uh, it, the team started in the 70s, I believe. I'm still trying to track down the original date of, of when the club started. But our first our first William Watkins Memorial Rugby Tournament was held in 1985. So the club has really deep roots in the school. You know, we have a trophy case in the school and kind of displaying all of our accomplishments and all the fun stuff. But Rugby is just a great way to kind of get out of school and, and blow off some steam that you'll definitely have built up from the law school environment. I never played rugby before coming to law school. I barely even knew what rugby was. Uh, so we're, we're a very accepting team of, of um, all skill levels. You know, we have people who have been playing rugby for years and years, and they kind of become the leaders on the team and show the new guys how, how to play the sport and, and what it's all about. So the biggest thing has definitely been the the alumni connections you know i got my internship through the attorney general's office that i mentioned early earlier purely based through a rugby connection my interview was actually in the bar after a game (laughs) so it's it's definitely a very laid-back environment where you can kind of meet alumni in the area 
who are more than willing to help us. Our alumni network is, is truly incredible. They go above and beyond to help students in any way possible. You know, we have a big email chain with them and every year they're, they're promoting internships they have available. They're promoting jobs that they have available for our graduating students. And, and they just, they're super involved. They want to help us out in any way they can. So I highly recommend anyone thinking about coming to, to Albany Law to check out our rugby team. We have both a men's and a women's team where we kind of share the network together. So there's opportunities for everyone. Who do you guys play? I mean, I know we have we have a field that we share. Well, we borrow from the pharmacy school here, but uh, I, I'm not very in tune with the local rugby scenes. <laughs> <laughs> who, do you guys, who do you guys play and when do you play? Yeah, so we have a couple games during the spring semester. Obviously, our season doesn't really start until now when, when the season changes and the snow all leaves, but we mainly play men's league team in the area, like the Albany bootleggers who a lot of our alumni are on that team. So we're very close with them. You know, they're kind of like a, a big brother team to us. They, we attend their practices. They teach the new guys what's going on because they obviously have much more experience. We play undergrads such as union, U Albany, uh, whenever we can. And we always have an alumni match in the fall semester, which, which is a really great opportunity to again, network with the alumni and, you know, just kind of connect with everyone, but our, Wadi tournament is coming up next weekend, actually, April 22nd. So the teams we have coming are U Albany, Union, the alumni team, the Albany bootleggers. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a really big event. Um, it's always a great time. We, we always have a great student turnout for it. So it's really, really excited to play on the field and have, you know, spectators. And it's just a great, great event. Great way to get out and meet everyone. Yeah, if you would, just uh, tell me a little bit more about Tournament Weekend. We do have a link in the show notes if people are alums or just interested in attending. I know there's, and correct me if I'm wrong, we have a, we have a golf part of it, and then there's a rugby part of it. Just what's the whole weekend encompass? Sure. So, yeah, the the William Watkins Memorial Rugby Tournament Weekend is is the biggest weekend for our club by far. You know, last year we had about 200 players and students come out and either play or watch so it was it was an incredible experience but um basically it's just a a rugby tournament we host every spring semester like i said earlier it's been going on since 1985 so it's a big tradition at the law school um we just introduced a golf tournament last year it was kind of something i i came up with to kind of turn the weekend or turn the the tournament into more of a weekend celebration more than just a day event kind of expand the tournament because we have a lot of alumni who you know, love showing up, but they don't play rugby anymore. So it's kind of a, a way for them to get involved. And we've had great feedback from, from the golf outing. This is going to be our, our second golf outing this year. And I'm very excited for that in both the rugby tournament. Well, then if you look beyond this tournament, what are you looking forward to the rest of this academic year? Um, definitely graduation. Um, I've, I've absolutely loved my time at Albany Law, but I'm ready to get out and, and get into the real world and start my professional career. I'm, I'm very excited about that. We, we hate to see you leave, but we know students like yourself and the rest of this 3 class are going to be a real, really, really positive force in the world because you came through that COVID stuff. You started during COVID and now you're, you're heading off into the real world. And as you head off into the real world, what does the future hold for you? Sure. So I'm still looking for a job currently. I've been applying into and interviewing with a couple different firms in the central New York area. That's 
that's home for me. So that's really um, where I want to be back. But I'm mainly focused on business transactional work and civil litigation. I've been involved since mock with mock trials since I was in high school. I've I've done it through high school, through college, and now through um, law school too. I highly recommend anyone interested get involved in boot court program. It's a great program. I competed in the senior prize trials last semester, and I was a finalist, and that was a as a really great experience. It's just a great way to kind of test your skills before you actually get out into the world and practice. And just one more show note, shout out here, check out uh, the show notes. We have a the video of senior prize trials and that'll be in there so you can see what moot court is like live. Uh, before we let you go though, Robbie, you ready for the lightning round? We're going to do the lightning round quick. I'm very ready. <laughs> Usually people just say they're ready. They're not very ready. So I like I like it. <laughs> okay, first one up here. If you could live anywhere in the world, you could finish up your stuff here at Albany Law. You could still have the job in central New York if that's home, that's fine. But if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? So uh, truthfully, I'm not really sure. I, I'm a big fan of winter and winter sports. Uh, I just went to Colorado for a snowboarding trip over the winter and I absolutely loved it. You know, it was really cool to see the mountains where there's a ton of snow and then you can go below the mountains and it's, there's no snow at all. So it's, they got the whole variety of seasons in Colorado and it was, it was a incredible place. So I, I guess I would probably choose Colorado. I'm definitely, I definitely want to travel more. Uh, that's one of my goals for after I graduate. One place I really want to visit is Poland. I want to go abroad and my family's very Polish. So that's, I, I kind of want to go see our homeland. I saw that you were the co-founder of R&T Detailing. What, what's R&T detailing? Sure. So uh, R&T detailing is, is a company that me and my best friend Tyler made when, when we were in high school. Um, it started with a passion for cars that both of us had. So we just kind of turned it into something that we could make money from. We started detailing cars before either of us even had our licenses, which was, which is a little, uh, a little difficult to kind of arrange for pickups <laughs> and drops off, but uh, we made it work. And, you know, we've been doing it ever since. It, it really blew up when we were in college. We got really heavy into, you know, promoting on social media and everything. But, um, you know, since then, we've, all, we've kind of uh, moved on. And unfortunately, we aren't detailing anymore. But it was it's definitely definitely a time that I look back on that was, was a lot of fun and a great experience kind of building your own business and seeing how all of that works. Then if it, if it was R&T detailing, that'd be enough. But then I also have to ask... You're a brand ambassador for Spikeball Incorporated? What's Spikeball? <laughs> what is, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Spikeball, but it's it's the, the yellow trampoline uh, lawn game that you that you'll probably see on beaches or people playing outside. But basically during my friends, or during college, my friends and I were obsessed with Spikeball. So I was hosting tournaments, you know, I was making teams and all this fun stuff. We were traveling all over playing in different tournaments. So when I was in college, I just applied to be a ambassador and got accepted into the program. Um, it was a lot of fun, a great time. I was the president of the Spikeball Club at the University of Albany. And it was definitely a, definitely a fun little hobby to have. Uh, since then, you know, I ha- I'm not really playing Spikeball anymore. I've, I've left the program. My, uh, my warm weather obsession is now golf, so that's that's kind of eaten up all my time. <laughs> it I have met, I have to imagine that golf costs a little bit more than spike ball day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely something that's more in my price range now uh, than than I was able to do while I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> Last question is a fan favorite question of the lightning round. What is your favorite animal? 
so I'm not sure if I have a favorite animal, but uh, something that came to mind when I saw his question was, I'm not sure if, if you watched Ted Lasso, but he always says, be a goldfish, you know, goldfish are always happy and they have a memory of 10 seconds. So forget your mistakes and just choose to be happy. And that's kind of a philosophy that I live by. So I would, I guess I would have to go with a goldfish. <laughs> You're the first goldfish favorite animal on the podcast. <laughs> Last question is always the same question here on the podcast. Is there anything you'd like to say to the Albany Law School community? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, just a huge thank you to to all the friends that I've met along the way. A huge thank you to the administrators and the teachers who have guided me and been mentors to me along the way. Um, and I do want to give a special shout out to Lori Stevens, admissions, who I call my school mom. She's absolutely wonderful. You know, she she truthfully is like like a mom and to to all the student ambassadors at the school and she's just absolutely wonderful she's been supportive from the very beginning when she barely even knew me and you know until up you know continually just constantly supporting us um you know student ambassadors always come back and see her you know she keeps in contact with everyone and she's just she's amazing well robbie thank you so much for being on the albany law school podcast it was it was wonderful to have you and we wish you all the best of luck in the future thanks so much thanks thanks for having me ben